Well, it's January 12th. Have you uh, failed your New Year's resolution already? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> right, if we even made one. I know. <laughs> well, I think one thing we can agree on, though, is we would all like to be more productive this year. Yeah, definitely. Especially if we're going to be home a lot with the pandemic and everything still going on. so Right. It, it, likelihood is that everyone's still going to be working from home. I mean, right. we're both permanently working from home. Yeah. In, in, you know, as far as we could see. But it, what apps are out there that can help us be productive? Yeah, there's a lot. Right. So in this episode, we're going to share with you our 10 favorite apps, including a bonus of what keeps us the most productive, especially over this year. Yeah. So let's get into the episode. Welcome to Working Home Parents, helping you find stability between client calls and potty training, because we're all figuring this out as we go. And now, your hosts, Amanda and Dan Norton. So you already know what I'm going to say, because it's my favorite list that I use every single day, the Any List app. I feel like we mentioned this in like every other episode. Yeah. I think we're going to have to start reaching out to get sponsored now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I love this AnyList app. It is something I use daily, like I always mention. Um, one of the things that I'm going to start doing is making a list of chores that I need to complete on this app daily so that I'm not overwhelmed throughout the week and I I'll have a little bit of better order in my life with when things can get done. So that's how you could use the app is if you want to get chores done, if you want to put your shopping list on there, um, your list to get gifts for people. So, and we have it even by store. We have, okay, when we go to King Cullen, we get these items. When we go to Stop and Shop, we get these items. And so you can list every single store that you go to on a regular basis, and you can just write down what items you need from those stores. Um, Because sometimes you go to different stores for different things. So why not have a specific list with that store name and the items that you usually get there? Yeah, that's helpful, too, because we we paid for the premium, which gives us the family family version of it so Mm -hmm. that we can both share a list. Yes. And that makes it really easy because you could cross it off. So like Amanda could add the you know, anything that's on the, you know, that we need that I wouldn't know to add, but right. then I could cross it off if I'm shopping and vice versa. Yes. And we do it a lot while we're at the stores too. Yeah. Like if I'm out shopping or you're out shopping and I'm home and I'm like, uh, like we're missing syrup. <laughs> <laughs> like in the moment we can, I can add it to the list yes. without having to like call you and tell you, Hey, I just added, like, it's just added to the list and it's there and you don't have to worry that you missed my text or something. It's amazing. It's on the list. It's also really good. Um, I'm not going to say the name because there's one sitting right next to me, but the Amazon Echo Show uh, kind of thing or whatever your smart home tech. I mean, we did have that smart home tech episode with Craig Williamson. Uh, is It's really helpful because we're able to sync any list to it. And while we're like in the kitchen or we find something that we need, we could just yell the name, you know, <laughs> whether it's your the one that you use from Apple or for Google or for Amazon, we use the Amazon one. And you could yell that name and then just say, add uh, syrup to the list. Yeah. And it'll get and you say what list you want to add it to. Like, I don't even have to say the any list app. Just yeah. I just say add syrup to the Walmart list. Yes. 
and it just gets added, which is really helpful for me because then I don't even have to open up my phone. So yeah, because how many times do I come home from the store and you're like, oh, I forgot this, and then I'm like, well, it wasn't on the list, and it's like in that moment when you think of something, you don't have to always write it down on the phone. Ask you know who, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to put it on there. I try to like remind you to do that. It's like we're so spoiled now, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and if we're going to speak of a list too, my uh, favorite app that's sort of like a list is Trello. So that would be number two is just uh, the Trello app. I love using Trello. I've used it for a long time and I definitely use it within my business. Uh, But just even getting work done, it's it's similar to the ideas if you write a bunch of sticky notes. Right. And if you were to write, yeah, if you were to write like, you know, five different things, each one on a sticky note. And then you just basically move that sticky note from list to list. That is basically what Trello is if you haven't used it before. And there's different ways that you can create it and you can add in like a lot of descriptive stuff and you can add comments if you have anyone else on the board with you. Uh, But I really like it and I've been using it in the, I think it's called the Pomodoro method or whatever, where it's like you have a certain amount of time that you work on something. Uh, But then there is the... uh, there's a method where it's like you write your to-do list. Yeah. And then you have a list called doing and then a list called done. Right. And there's only and you, all your cards are in the to-do list mm-hmm. and you basically want to get them all to the done list. Yeah. But you can only move one card at a time to the doing list. Mm. So you take one card that you write up all your to-do lists. So I've been doing this like the night before, write up the whole to-do list on the on that there. And then once I sit down. I take a card, move it over, and I start working from there. And I use that in uh, along with that Pomodoro method of like sitting down for like 40 minutes Mm -hmm. and working just for those 40 minutes and then taking like an 18 or 20 minute break. That's awesome. Right. Or you could do it a whole different ways. You could do that method in like 25 minutes with a five minute break. And then you this, you know, kind of adds up to an hour and you do that or you could do like 50 minutes and 10 minute break, whatever works. And the way that I like to use that is with an app called Noisly, mm. N-O-I-S-L-I. And Noisly is an app where you set how long you want to work for and how long you want your break for. And it'll play sounds. It doesn't, it doesn't play music. Mm. It'll play like sounds like uh, soundscapes. Like, mm. let's say, like, a cafe or a... Um, like a beach? Like a beach. Oh, yeah. Or, and you could create your own, too. So, like, you could add in, like, a train in the distance. And you could add in leaves. Or you can add, like, an ocean sound or, like, a lake sound. All these different sounds. that You could add them all up. And it'll play that. And then it'll... Once you switch to your resting time, it'll give you this little s- signal. And then it'll switch to a resting sounds sounds that aren't... Um, this, you know, the same as like the productive sounds like, so you could have one that's helps you really be productive and then another one that helps you relax. So maybe Mm. you're working, maybe you have like cafe sounds during your productivity time. Okay. And then during your like 20 minute rest or your 10 minute rest, you have like beach sounds Mm. and that could be really helpful. So I find, uh, those to be really helpful for me, even though I think the the any list is good for for the list things. These are really help. I think in the moment really help with productivity. I think it's a great idea because I listen to Spotify when I'm and I put my headphones in when I'm just documenting stuff. Um, but then I catch myself like singing along, and then it gets a little distracting, you yeah. know. So I think that's a good app um, instead of just listening to regular like pop music or whatever yeah. and stuff like that. 
Um, okay, number four is Every Dollar Budgeting App. So this is by Dave Ramsey, who is the um, creator, the owner, um, the author of Financial Peace University. And this is a great budgeting tool that you could use on your phone, on your iPad, on the computer, and it just helps you organize your budget even even better than what you've even imagined because it literally goes through how you spend every dollar Mm -hmm. and and i love it every dollar has a name is what he teaches and um he teaches you really good strategies to help budget and to help uh kill debt so we haven't been very on top of that but i really think you know 20 year 2021 we need to get back on track with budgeting better yeah we did really well with it when we first started using it a few years ago it was really helpful because and we got the premium. We got the premium because okay. you could sync your bank accounts to it, right. which is nice because you don't have to worry about the transaction. So we're talking about being productive. It's like instead of having to sit down and write all those things out, because for me, that would take forever and take yep. away from a ton of things. Having something that you just basically have to set up once and then it's kind of automated because mm-hmm. you just set up and then you know exactly what to spend. So you're not really worrying like, oh, am I going to overspend by this or, or, or that? You know, especially right now, if you're tight with money and you need to, to you know, figure out what you can and can't spend money on it, it is a really good app even in even in a productivity sense just it helps not necessarily automate mm-hmm. but it helps get a little closer to not having to you know write every single thing down yes exactly i love it speaking of money and budgeting number five is download your bank app a lot of us have the opportunity to now deposit checks without going to the bank, but doing it on your phone. So check out your bank's app because, you know, sometimes, you know, even with COVID going on and in just time in general, we don't have the time to go to the bank, stand on that long line because, you know, lines are out the doors with the bank still. And, you know, you can deposit a check quickly on your phone. You could take a picture of it or whatever. And we never had access to that before. And when I found out our our bank was doing it, it just made it so much easier and more productive for me instead of spending so much time on the lines at the bank and then, you know, potentially getting, I don't know, potentially risking something, you know, because you're touching the pad and all that Yeah, stuff. it's just easier. I think it just adds some the, the help to just saving that time of having to make the run. If you do get a check, I mean, so many of us are direct deposit now and yes. most people are either sending us money on Venmo or PayPal or something if you were to get a gift, but you do get those those paychecks or if your employer does pay with the paycheck or anything. A lot of times I often forget that we have that opportunity. Yeah. And that is so easy. You just can just take that picture and then boom, the money's in there. Yeah. It's, it's super simple. It's definitely worth the time. And I think it can make it productive to just not have just one less thing to have to go out and get mm-hmm. and stand on these ridiculous lines that, you, uh, depending on what state you live in or where you live in, uh, you know, it's cold here right now. And so having to having to uh, stand on a long line outside potentially for something you could do on an app yeah just doesn't make sense exactly exactly number six is using dropbox the dropbox app and or google drive or both right That's been and, really and helpful. apple has their own storage too but it's just having some kind of cloud storage that you know, when you're you're trying to be productive from home, having having things on hard drives or USB sticks and you could easily lose that stuff. Yes. Uh, but you could also drop things right from the phone uh, straight into the into something like Dropbox or if you're working with a remote team, mm-hmm. with, whether it's your business or your your job, 
having something like that is uh, is really easy. But I think it's good for families as well. Yeah. There are these free versions that have low storage if you don't need much. Right. Um, but, you know, I think it's worth getting that extra storage because especially what if your computer crashes? What if your phone goes right. out and you lose all that stuff? At least you have that backup of even just your family photos and videos and different things like that on, on some kind of a cloud storage yeah. that you can easily restore from or just keep things there yeah. so that you're not constantly having to fill up, you know, your phone with photos and then delete them. Right. That's a good point with the family photos and stuff, because, you know, a lot of people may have like your family members may have Google Drive or Dropbox and you guys can share a, f- a photo album and add pictures to it so that everybody stays connected. You know, if some mm-hmm. some family members don't have Facebook or any other social media and they miss out on maybe like the everyday things you're doing. And, you know, so this is a good way to stay connected is by downloading pictures and videos of your kids and your time together Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So number seven is using MyFitnessPal. That has been great to help track our food and our water intake. And that's been a goal for me since the beginning because I'm actually in my cousin's wedding in September and I would love to lose a few pounds. And I remember when I was losing pounds, <laughs> losing weight for our wedding. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things I did was track my food. And that really helped me to um, just be more mindful on what I'm eating and how much I'm eating. And that really helped me lose weight besides going to the gym and all that stuff. Yeah, well, it's easier when you don't have kids and you don't, you're not married or anything. I like know. That. Everything is easier. No, I'm I kidding. Was able to do a lot more too, but I used you know, my fitness pal to lose a lot of weight. You uh, did. Then. Yeah. But now, you know, that was a few years ago now. Mm-hmm. A, a while. <laughs> when we oh, when we reset my password, because it's been that long, people, um, it said I haven't used it since April 2013. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Of the app? Yes, the well, app. Well, you weren't really using the app. You were I wasn't. writing down. I was more writing down. I thought that would be better. But I actually really enjoy this because we discovered they do the barcode scanning. Yeah. So that the barcode makes it so, makes much it so easier. Easy. So yeah, I mean, if we're really talking productivity for this app, I mean, one, you are tracking your food, so you are remembering to drink water more. You are remembering to eat more healthier food, which keeps you more productive as opposed to the typical things that us parents who work from home eat, which is a lot oh, of crap yeah. because Goldfish, you're just trying to not- eat stuff fast <laughs> and trying to get it in while you're doing everything else. And right. it's easy to snack while you're home because oh, the fridge is so right there, right? easy. Um, but having that. But it's also, there's a little tracker in there where you could just snap a picture of the barcode of whatever food you're eating. Obviously, you can't do that with, like, fruit. But, um, you know, if you have anything that has a barcode on it, it's a lot easier to just, you know, get that in. You don't Mm -hmm. even have to search for it. And you just put it right in. It's one, two, three. It's a really good accountability app, that's for sure. Uh, Number eight is the Fitbit app. So what I love about the Fitbit and what drives me crazy at the same time is it buzzes like every 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and it reminds you to get up. It's a great thing. And sometimes I'll be on the phone with somebody or I'll be in the middle of typing and it buzzes and I'm like, okay, okay, I heard you. 
it's time to get up. So I get up, I stretch, I maybe walk around a little bit and um, just even just walking around the living room just to get those steps in because it says like you have 250 steps to go. And I'm like, what? Uh, okay, I'm going to go walk around here and walk around there. It's it's like, it's so funny because I used to get like, ah, oh, this is annoying. But really, it is the best thing because it really gets the blood, the blood, flow, blood flow moving in your legs and it gets you to like step away from the computer or just even get up for a few minutes just to step away from even off the couch. So it's a really good thing to have. I, I really love the Fitbit app a lot. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of different apps, too. We just happen to use Fitbit. So right. that's why we would suggest it. Uh, but I'm sure there's a lot of others that have those same kind of capabilities. Yeah. And including like Apple Watch or, or whatever other smart watch you wear. I'm sure uh, that could be. But the apps, we, one thing I do want to say from this, these are all apps that we actually use. And yep, maybe we should have said that at the beginning is that these are actually apps we use. Um, so that's why we're sharing these particular apps. Yep. Number nine is the Reminders app. So second to the AnyList app, I would say the Reminders app is like one of the number one things on my priority that I use on my phone the most. Um, I probably have like 50 reminders. I have reminders to when to pay my bills and how much they are. Um, I I really document each thing. Um, Reminders on when to cut Aiden's nails. Uh (laughs) I mean, it's ridiculous, but it helps me remember like, okay, it's been a week. I need to do it. Um, I have a lot of reminders for every little thing on there, even when to take my break, because I notice if I because I don't watch the clock 24 seven on my uh, during the workday. So I even make a reminder on my phone for my 15 minute break in the morning. And then I have one for my afternoon break, because I can't tell you the the mornings fly, the afternoons fly, and then I forget to take my break. And it is such a blessing that I my phone buzzes me and says, okay, it's break time, even for lunch break, you know, because then after my morning break, I, I'm rushing getting things done. And then boom, it's like two o'clock or one o'clock and I'm taking, and it says lunch on my phone for the reminder mm-hmm. because time flies if you're not watching it. So, um, so I love the reminders app. I use it. 100 times a day it's great i try but i don't get reminded i <laughs> i don't get reminded but i don't know if it works as well for me with the written like one i have to read so i like using the uh name we shall not name oh. <laughs> echo uh amazon uh device to actually verbally tell me to remind me to do it because i find awesome, that to yeah. be really a little more helpful obviously if you're on the go that doesn't help uh, although you can tell that app to also remind you on your phone. Um, but that is that's where I think the reminders for me help a little better uh, mm-hmm. than than the written ones because we've tried that for a long time, whether it's even written uh, sticky notes and I just don't yeah. see it. I don't know <laughs> what it is. Depends on who it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. If it's e- if it's my email or reminders, I think this is the type A personality in me. But like, I don't like to see things back up, like or pile mm-hmm. up. I don't like to see my reminders be like, you know, I have five reminders that are red and stuff like that. I, I can't stand that. I don't know. I guess it's the type A. I don't know. But so I like to check those off and get them down. You know, even email. I like to have zero emails that are like red, uh, unread, uh-huh. you know? You don't want to see how many emails I have. I know. I would get so I'm anxious. Up in the hundred thousands. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that little red. If it's this is why I got to work for you so I can I can help you go through them and and throw some away or answer whatever email that is like months yeah, ago. It's not worth going through that backlog. 
<laughs> well, but speaking of reminders, one thing that we do always need to get reminded about is when we have meetings. Yes. Right? Like so ha- reminding of having meetings or when to schedule meetings. And so I think our number 10, and this is one that I use literally every week, is the Calendly app, Calendly. Uh, and that is super helpful because especially when you're communicating with people in different time zones or around the world and it's like, Hey, are you available at this time? And what that, what is that in your time zone? Or even in your own time zone, it's like trying to figure out a meeting time. It's like, Oh, I'm available now. Oh, when are you available? Can you do three hours? No, but can, can you do it in five hours? And what time was that again? When are we meeting? Where are we meeting? You know, is it going to be on zoom? Are we going to FaceTime? Are we just doing a phone call? Whatever. It could be very, you know, confusing, overwhelming. It's easy to forget. The Calendly app makes life so easy. Awesome. Uh, is you, and we actually use this for booking our guests on the mm-hmm. show, is you schedule times that you're available. You put in available times that you have, know that you're available for meetings and how long those time meetings are. And then you send that to the per- people you're going to have meetings with. And they book themselves on time that you're already available. You don't have to go back and forth to like five different emails. You don't have to set like f- make sure that you get the time zones correct, mm-hmm. right? Because that's definitely happened. And you can also set the destination. In fact, I've got it because I use the even just the basic premium. It's like $8 a month or something. Uh, you could sync up Zoom right to it and it'll automatically create a Zoom meeting for you that all you do have to do is open up Zoom and hit start. And you could set custom reminders so you can have emails that are sent to both like you and the guest that are sent at different times leading up to it. So they could remind them a day before, an hour before, 10 minute before. I mean, you could send a whole bunch of them. You could even send follow up emails afterwards uh, asking them about the meeting. And nice. that could be all automated. Right. And there's things like that. There is even if you pay for the high premium, like text message reminders mm. that this meeting is coming up. So. There's, I think it's really helpful. I think it's useful in a lot of different cases, mm-hmm. not just even your own business, but like if you needed to set up meetings with other people or uh, if you're planning family meetings and gatherings instead of having a mass text where you're trying yeah. to everybody find it. It's like, hey, let's book one time. Here's this time and just book yourself. So they automatically get the reminders. They automatically get that. This is not sponsored by Calendly, but I'd definitely be open for it because we definitely <laughs> use it all the time. But I, so you can tell I really like, there's a lot of these apps, right? There's a lot of these different scheduling mm-hmm. ones out there. There's other free ones too. I just like Calendly. I like the way it is. And I think it's affordable. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, the the last bonus tip, suggestion, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> yeah, would be that do not disturb Um yeah, it's not quite an app, but but yeah, do not disturb do, on your phone. Yeah, do not disturb on your phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just, that's that's what we, you know it is on Apple at least. So uh, putting on do not disturb at right times or having it set, I think is a really valuable productivity tip. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because in that even that what does he call it? Pomolomo method. Pomodoro. Pomodoro method. <laughs> <laughs> um, even during that method, that time that you need just to not have any interruptions. You can put on that noisily app 
and you can work hard and put your do not disturb. So it's a great setting to put on so that you don't have that interference when you are going through that method of 40, banging out 45 minutes of work or that 25 minute of work before you take your break. So it's a great setting to put on. I use it throughout the nighttime so I don't get calls or texts or I don't, I don't wake up to hearing all of that throughout the night. But what I do like the do not disturb is you can set it so that if a person is calling you over and over again, like it's an emergency, it will allow that phone call to be heard. I think they have to call good. twice in a row within a certain amount of time. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's helpful, especially, I mean, it, we, I use it at night as well. But if you know that you're busy working a certain time every single day, you could even have that set to automatically go at those times and not yes. even need to think. And then, um, or just setting it when you're, when you're working. Because I think we are in a very distracted time in the world and it's anything to limit the amount of distractions we have and notifications are just crazy yes so anything to cut those down during your productivity time is important so even though it's not an app we thought we'd throw it in as a bonus yes well that was episode 19 okay wow almost at 20 (laughs) almost at 20 so yeah we would love to know like what apps do you think are really good for productivity of working at home let us know uh at working home parents on instagram Mm -hmm. and we would love to hear from you send us a voice message at workinghomeparents.com and let us know what you would like to hear on this podcast we may even feature it and we would just love to hear your voice we'd love to hear you know why you started listening to us or any of that and what questions do you have what topics would you like to see us cover send us a voice message on our website you could see a little uh microphone button that'll say uh voice message right there but if you want transcriptions or show notes from this episode, you can go to workinghomeparents.com slash 19, and that's where you'll find the transcription of this episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And if you haven't already, remember to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Working Home Parents. Find show notes, links mentioned, and more at workinghomeparents.com.